Blog Talk Radio. Come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher. After this I looked, and behold, the door was open in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet, the trumpet talking with me, which said, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, and I will show you things which must be hereafter, call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things, which you do not know, come up higher, to a higher, design for living, come Higher Design for Living Radio broadcast this morning. We thank the Lord for this another beautiful day, for this is the day that he has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. This is Elder Gloria Holloway, President and CEO of the Center of Renewal Ministries International. And again, we thank you for joining us on the Higher Design for Living uh, Internet Radio Broadcast. We thank God for you, our listening audience, and we thank the Lord for Blog Talk Radio. We thank God for giving them this idea and that we are being blessed because of it. We count it an honor and a privilege that you have joined us this morning, and we thank God that he has anointed and appointed us to speak into your life for such a time as this. As always, we want to remind you, as we are reminded, that we are just another voice crying in the wilderness for the saints of God to come up higher, higher in the things of God, to see things from God's perspective, that he may show us things that must come and things we know not of. So before we get started with our topic this morning, as always, we want to send a shout-out to some special people, and we just thank God for increasing our our circle of the divine connection, those that he has divinely connected us to for such a time as this, those that God has placed in our lives to usher us into that next place, that, that purpose that God has for each one of us. So we thank God for all divine connections in Jesus' name. So we want to uh, send a shout-out to Pastor uh, Dr. Fabian Tucker of In His 
presence uh, ministry, uh, uh, in his presence house of prayer that comes on every uh, uh, morning at 6 a.m. Uh, you can start your day with uh, this powerful prayer line. I tell you, God is just increasing and moving, and that, you know, we've been praying, and that's been declared and decreed by Pastor Tuffet that there's no limits, no boundaries, that we have increased, and God has been showing it forth, excuse me, on this prayer line, and we just thank God for it in Jesus' name. So join us every morning, every morning, seven days a week at 6 a.m. If you have special prayer requests, you want to call in at 5.50 to uh, a.m. to give your prayer request. But again, to join us for IHP House of Prayer Line on every every day, seven days a week, that you may start your day with peace and joy and have a fruitful day in the glory of the Lord. And also on Tuesdays, at 7.30 p.m., uh, joining uh, Pastor Tucker for Power in the Word. It's, a, it's, it's more than a Bible study. It's just an impartation of pouring out of God's heart and the revelation of his truth, even on this line on uh, every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. And so to join for the prayer line at 6 a.m. and for to join for the excuse me, power in the word, you want to call in at 712-432-3066, 712-432-3066. And the access code is 911-571-911-571. And we just thank God for how he's been moving and using uh, uh, Dr. Tucker in such a powerful way. I mean, it's just increasing. Uh, God is just using him to just pour out his spirit through this man of God, through the angels, through the gift of the IHP, House of Prayer line. And we just thank God for him as never before. And then we also want to send a shout-out to Pastor Sheila Kills, who ministers in a powerful way through the Monday night prayer line, uh, Love Fellowship Temple of Praise at 7.30 p.m., you want to please join us every Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Uh, by calling in to 218-936-4700, 218-936-4700. And the passcode is 209-209-2406, And that's every Monday night at 7.30 p.m., and again, the Lord just shows up in a mighty and a powerful way. We call this the hot, hot prayer line because God is a consuming fire, and he comes through on that prayer line and uses the intercessors in ways as never before. And, you know, I can say this about all the prayer lines that I'm going to mention. We have seen the, the manifestation. We've gotten testimonies and praise reports of uh, as a result of the prayers that go forth on these prayer lines because we know that the prayers of the righteous avail as much and the Lord says that we are to pray without ceasing and he says that he will make his house a his house is a house of prayer and we are the house of the Lord. We are the temple of the Lord. And therefore we should always be praying, always interceding, always crying out, always declaring and decreeing the word of the Lord. 
So again, you want to join us on Monday night with Pastor Kills on the Love Fellowship Temple of Praise Prayer Line. And again, that number is 218-936-4700. The passcode 209-2406. And then on Thursday evenings at 7.30 p.m., you want to join Pastor Prophetess Jacqueline Morse with Real Life Ministries to a Powerful Living Prayer Line. And I tell you, we call that the radical prayer line, the radical, radical prayer line, because this is a radical woman of God, and God just uses her in such a powerful way to release his anointing on this prayer line. And again, God just shows up in such a powerful way. You know, the word of God says God is no respecter of person. So it's very evident when you go on these different prayer lines, you see that God is no respecter of persons. He's just looking for somebody who is yielded and available, who is surrendered to allow him to flow in and through to for his glory and for the upbuilding of his people. And we just thank God for Pastor Morris and her her phone number to call in and again that's every Thursday evening at seven thirty PM and you can call in on two one eight eight six two six seven eight nine to one eight eight six two six seven eight nine. The access code is nine one nine eight seven three nine one nine eight seven three. And then all during the week in the morning and at night we are are, are blessed in such a powerful way we just truly have church on the prayer line with Prophetess Hartfield of Atlanta, Georgia, the Global Intercessory Prayer Ministry. Uh, is every morning at 9 a.m. Uh, uh, during the week and 11 p.m. every every evening except Wednesdays for prayer. And, and, and I tell you, it's more than prayer that goes on on this prayer line. Again, we truly have church on this prayer line, and, and, and even the word of prophecy, the words of, of life that are spoken to encourage and uplift, and we just bless God for this ministry, again, God is no respecter of persons. And to join us on that prayer line, you want to call in on 507-726-4240, The access code is 100087, 100087. And then there's uh, um, Tuesday through Friday at 5 a.m. You want to join the uh, uh, Divine Connection uh, with uh, Pastor Renee Jordan at New Life Covenant uh, Church, New Life Covenant Church. And that phone number is 712-432-0075. And that's Monday through Friday at 6 in the evening. So she's not only only not only blessing us in the mornings on Tuesday through Friday, but she's also blessing us in the evenings at 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. So again, the number is 712-432-0075, and the access code is 732-41-732-41. And last and certainly not least is Minister Sarah Branch, who gives a daily dose of encouragement to inspire, to uplift, and empower. And you can receive this word of encouragement 
24-7, seven days a week throughout the day, I tell you, anytime you need a word of encouragement to inspire you, to uplift you, and to empower you, you want to call in at 855-466-7872. And I call it a little sermonette, a, a nugget from heaven that this woman of God pours out in just in just a minute or two, you will hear a word from the Lord that will inspire, uplift, and empower you to continue throughout the day. So if you're feeling down and out, instead of taking an aspirin or trying to go lay down or taking some medicine, take the medicine that's given from the chief physician. And again, that number is 855-466-7872. Hallelujah. We just bless God for all these divine connections, and we know that we are connected to all of these uh, ministries because we are divinely connected to him and therefore to one another. And we know that these are all ministries that are allowing the Holy Spirit to take full control. And and we know that as, as God just grows these connections, we may not be able to give all of them, but we will have them all listed, and they are all listed on our website, which is daughtersofziontheshingfloor.com, daughtersofziontheshingfloor.com, and all of this information is listed on the website. So if you're not able to write it down, if you're writing and you're not able to write it down, you can go on daughtersofziontheshingfloor.com, and all of this information is listed. And, again, we just bless God for for all that he's doing in these ministries and the lives of us, of God's people, who he's using for such a time as this. Uh, and, uh, um, and I want to remind those that are listening via the Internet, if you will uh, click on the follow button that's on the Higher Design webpage, um, we would appreciate it that way. We know that who's following, and we also will. You will also be able to be reminded of any of the broadcasts whenever they are available. And we give God all the glory. And we know that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We God's people have been delivered from the yoke of bondage. We. We we allow the Holy Spirit to have full reign. We don't have to worry about going back into bondage again, and we just bless the Lord for it. So no matter what the enemy is telling you this morning, the devil is a liar as always because God has released. He said, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. So we have been set free by the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, as we continue to stand on the word of God, we know that God is about to do some things that we have no idea. He said, you have no idea what I am about to do in the life of my people. Many of us, as we have been waiting for God to manifest himself, he is about to do it. He's doing it already, but he's about to do it even the more in ways that we could not even begin to imagine. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. He said, you can't even imagine what I am about to do, how I'm about to manifest my glory in the life of my people. Father, we just give you the praise, honor, and glory even now, God, 
for what you have done already, God, in the earth, oh God, what you're already doing. God, we thank you right now that what is already done in heaven is being manifested in the earth as never before. God, we thank you right now as we as we release your word, oh God, and on this broadcast, oh God, we thank you right now that it is being received by faith, oh God, that even before we leave off of this, this broadcast, oh God, that their lives will be changed, Lord God, that people will have answers and people will have understandings and revelation, oh God. God, we thank you right now that you're going to do something great and mighty on this broadcast this morning that you've not done before, oh God, because God, you said this is a time of unprecedented favor. So God, I thank you right now for unprecedented favor, oh God, something that you've not done before, oh God, is being done on this on this broadcast this morning, oh God, for the blessing of your people, for your glory, and you are faithful to your word, oh God. So I thank you, God, for using me in ways as never before to speak forth your word, oh God. I thank you right now for the release and the faithful God on this airline, on this airway this morning, Lord God. I thank you for the increase of faith, the gift of faith for the supernatural, oh God, for you to be able to move, oh God, and manifest your glory in the life of us, your people, as never before. Father, I just give you the praise, the honor, and the glory that your word, oh God, as it goes forth, is being sealed in the hearts and minds of your people. And God, we thank you right now. We thank you in advance, oh God, for all that you're going to manifest starting even now, oh God, and even as we go forward in the lives of us, your people, God. Well, Lord, we thank you right now. We declare and decree, oh God, as you have said in your word, that this is a time of unprecedented favor in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God be all the glory. A time of unprecedented favor. But I'm seeking the Lord about what he would have me to, uh, what he wanted to say and what he would have me to speak on this morning. And uh, as I was reading over the scriptures and writing my my little note of the uh, summary of what uh, uh, we would talk about, and and I heard the Lord say, as I read the scripture, I heard him say, a time of unprecedented favor. And we know that this is a walk of faith. It is a walk of faith. And through our obedience to walk in faith, God is able to bring forth that which he has purposed and ordained since before the beginning of time. So the scripture, the main scripture we want to look at this morning, and we'll, uh, I'll sure I'll bring out other scriptures as it relates to uh, what God is saying this morning is uh, Isaiah 60, uh, and it's uh, Isaiah 60, starting with verse 1 through 22. Isaiah 60, uh, verse 1 through 22. And uh, I'm going to read from the King James Version. I'm just, I am just so truly excited of what the Lord is is doing in this hour. You know, on the prayer lines and and the different uh, ministries and even other church ministries that I've gone to within the past few months. Uh, even the more I am hearing uh, no limits, no boundaries. I'm hearing about shifts that are taking place, I'm, I'm hearing about the open door, the open window, uh, a, a, a place of access, um, 
God opening up doors of opportunity for the, those in the body of Christ as never before. And, and this word is, is all in line with what I have been hearing. And I just believe that this is a word that God wants to bring even more clarity, more revelation of what he is doing in the earth even now. And, and as we read the scripture, you will see how it's just so apropos to what is going on in uh, the world, all over the world right now. But God is saying, again, no matter how dark it looks, no matter how dark it seems, no matter how crazy stuff gets in the world, this for the body of Christ, this is a time of unprecedented favor. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So starting with verse 1, uh, arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness to people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. And then shall, I'm sorry, lift up thine eyes round about and see, all they gather themselves together. They come to thee, thy son shall come from far, and thy daughter shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. The multitude of camels shall cover thee. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah, all they from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. All the flocks of Pedar shall be gathered together unto thee. The rams of Nebuch shall minister unto thee. They shall come up with acceptance on mine altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. Who are these that fly as a cloud and as the doves of their windows? Surely the owls shall wait for me and the tar- ships of Tarshish first to bring thy sons from far, thy, their silver and their gold with them, unto the name of the Lord thy God, and to the Holy One of Israel, because he hath glorified thee. And the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls, and their kings shall minister unto thee. For in my wrath I smote thee, but in my favor have I had mercy on thee. Therefore thy gates shall be open continually. They shall not be shut day or night, that men may bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles, and that their kings may be brought. Again, no limits, no boundaries. They increase all around us. For the nation and the kingdom will not serve thee, um, so for the nation and the kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. Yea, those nations shall be utterly wasted. The glory of Lebanon shall come upon thee, the fir tree, the pine tree, and the box together, to beautify the place of my sanctuary, and I will make the place my and I will make the place of my feet glorious. The sons also of them that afflicted thee shall come bending unto thee, and all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the soles of thy feet, and they shall call thee the city of the Lord. Whereas thou hast been forsaken and hated, so that no man went through thee, 
I will make thee an eternal excellency, a joy of many generations. Thou shalt also suck the milk of the Gentiles, and shalt suck the breast of kings. And thou shalt know that I am the Lord thy Savior and thy Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. For brass I will bring gold, and for iron I will bring silver, and for wood brass, and for stones iron. I will also make thy officers peace, and thine exactors righteousness. Again, God has given us an upgrade. I'm sorry, an upgrade, an upgrade. Violence shall no more be heard in thy land, wasting nor destruction within thy borders. But thou shalt call thy wall salvation and thy gates praise. The sun shall beat no more thy light by day. Neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee. But the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light, and thy thy God thy glory. Uh, see, and thou shalt no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself. For the Lord shall be thine everlasting light, and the days of thy mourning shall be ended. Thy people also shall be all righteous. They shall inherit the land forever, the branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. A little one shall become a thousand and a small one, a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in its time. I, the Lord, will hasten it. It will happen in its appointed time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All in God's appointed time. Oh, we just bless God. Hallelujah. So I want to look at uh, where he says unprecedented favor unprecedented favor. When we look at the word unprecedented, uh, it, it's uh, first time, unique, exceptional, unmatched, unparalleled, uh, extraordinary, record. In other words, there's no record. There's a record, you know, no record, no happening, never happened before, something new, something different. And for favor, you know, we, we use favor a lot, and we know what favor means pretty much, and but God wants to expound even the more. He said favor, in this case, we was talking about preference. He's pref- uh, giving preferential treatment to the body of Christ for this hour. So he's giving us preference. We're distinguished. Uh, he's distinguishing us by giving us something valuable, giving us a, a certain advantage that he's not giving those that are not a part of his kingdom. Uh, and, 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 and I wrote further uh, here in looking at the meanings of we are being endued, clothed with special honor, clothed with, it said, sinking into the garment or so sinking into we're being saturated with honor, with favor, with the grace of God. We're being dressed, covered with the grace of God. We have uh, uh, God is giving us divine influence. God is giving us divine influence. Hallelujah. So, again, a, a first time of unmatched, exceptional preference, special honor, divine influence, clothed, covered with grace, with special honor. Again, this is a time of preferential treatment for the church. This is the appointed time for God to prefer the church as never before. God has given divine influence to the church that we may experience heaven right here on earth. 
and and when you look through the scripture and it talks about excuse me the different uh scripture talks about what's going on in heaven and God and it's an example of what's going on in heaven and God is saying we're having this is a time an appointed time a window of time that God is blessing the church as never before. And where it, the scripture talks about the darkness uh, that's covering the earth, he said deep darkness, uh, gross darkness uh, that covers the people. But the Lord said that we shall arise. We are called to arise. We are called to get up. We're called to get up from our slumber, get up from our sleep, get up from our passivity, get up from our mediocrity, get up from our slothfulness, get up from our laziness, from our unbelief, from our doubts, from our fears, uh, 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 from our apathy, uh, not really caring about or being concerned about the things of God, uh, not really focusing on building up the kingdom of God. God is saying, get up from your stinking thinking. He's saying, get up, arise, and shine. Wake up from your slumber. Wake up to the revelation of what what time it is. We are to be able to recognize the signs of the times, but we have to wake up. Spiritually, we have to wake up. We have to open our eyes and be willing to see in the spirit realm what is really going on all around us. And God is saying he's shining the light for us to be able to see. Not only is he shining the light on us that we are being able, we are being seen by the world, but he's also shining the light that we are able to see as we look. He said, look up, look up, look out. And look beyond where you are. Look beyond your circumstances. And in verse 4, it says, lift up thine eyes round about and see. See all they gather themselves together. They come to you. The, 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 thy sons come from afar, and thy daughters shall be nursed at that outside. He said, lift up thine eyes round about and see. What is he telling us to see? He's telling us to look past our, our current circumstances, look past what we see in the natural, and look and see what God is showing us in the spirit. I'm reminded of the story where, where uh, Elijah and his, his uh, Elisha and his, his uh, uh, um, uh, servant and uh, Gehazi, and, and, and when the enemies were coming up against them and and Gehazi was, was freaking out, and, and, and Elijah was saying, don't, Elisha was saying, don't worry about it. You know, we have a, a host that's greater than that host of the army. And Gehazi, of course, is looking at him like he's crazy. And he's like, I don't see what you're talking about. What I do see, though, is, is all these people out there that's coming up to get us, and we don't stand a chance. And, and he's saying, uh, you know, he prayed and asked the Lord, to open Gehazi's eyes that he would be able to see what he saw. Uh, Elisha was seeing in the spirit realm. He was seeing the army that was all around him, and he was able to see. And so my prayer today that God will open our spiritual eyes, that we are able to see that host of that army that God has sent to protect us and to cover us, and not only the host of the army to protect us, but even that host that he sent to bring into the earth realm that which he's promised us, that which he's purposed for each one of us, that which the blessings that he's given to us for the upbuilding of his kingdom. Because we know that as God, you know, we hear about the 
transfer of the wealth. We've been hearing about that for a while, and I believe this is that precedented time. This is not just another message, another topic, another something that's being said, but this is the prophetic word of the Lord. God is saying this is a time of unprecedented favor, favor for the body of Christ that's never been done before. And I tell you, and I know when you read the history books, even in the Bible, when you read of all the great and wonderful and powerful things that the Lord did during that time and even in, in after the Bible was written and, and all the great ones like Wesley and Finney and, and, and Brahanam and all the different ones and, and Kathleen Coleman and even the, the, the saints of today that we raised to high esteem, T.D. Jakes and, 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 and Bishop Long and, 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 and Noel Jones and all the others. I mean, I just so many that we know that are on the TV and all of that, but God is saying this is a time of unprecedented favor that all that we've seen before him do because God is a God is there is again no limits, no boundaries. There are no limits to God. There are no boundaries to God, to his greatness, to his power, to his glory that he's now determined to pour out on the body of Christ. And it's not about us deserving it. It's all about his glory. It's all about his purpose and his plan for the body of Christ, for us to be able to reach the harvest, the souls that are dying, the enemy has raised up in a way as never before. But, but the word of God says that as sin abounds, grace would abound even the more. So as sin abounds, and we see sin all around us, all this mess in the newspapers, in the, on the, in the media, on the TV, even the programs that they're showing with all the homosexuality, the blatant sins that the, the enemy is smearing in the face of God's people. But God is ready right now to smear back into the face of the enemy his power and his glory because God is all-powerful and God is all-knowing and the enemy he does not stand a chance, but he's telling the body of Christ to rise up, take your rightful place in the name of Jesus, in the spirit realm, because he's pouring out his favor, divine influence, his power, his grace, which is the enabling power of the Holy Ghost to enable us to be and to do according to the word of God. And God is doing it now in those who are yielded, those who are available, those who are surrendered, even though people, everybody who's a part of the body of Christ is not going to experience this unprecedented favor that is God's desire, that is his will, but we have a will too, and God is not going to usurp our will. So unless we get in total agreement with God today, there will be no unprecedented favor in the lives of those who are not surrendered and yielded to God that he's able to move as never before. There is no limit to God is all powerful. But how yielded are we? How willing are we? How surrendered are we? and trusting God, obeying God, not continuing to question him. And where is me and why is me and why is this and why is that? But just trusting God that he knows what he's doing. All we have to do 
is surrender because he said this is a time of unprecedented favor. This has never happened before. Uh, uh, in Isaiah 43, he says the former things, the former things, remember, no more, I'm doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. Can you not see it? Can you not see it? Open your spiritual eyes. Open your eyes in the spirit. Look past your circumstances. Look past how you feel. Look past your pocketbook. Look past your checking account. Look past your savings account. Look past your job. Look past your family. Open your eyes and see what the Lord is doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. You know, we look back at the, uh, Joseph, and, and, and he's a very good example of the unprecedented favor of God. So Joseph, you know, being thrown into the pit, and the, and, and his family was very, at first thinking that he would be drowned in the pit, but there was no water in the pit. And then they had, and some, one of the brothers had mercy, and they pulled him out of the pit and sold him into slavery. And how many know, too, just like what they did uh, against Joseph, they meant it for evil, but God worked it for his good because God had a divine plan for Joseph's life. And that's the same thing with all of us. God has a divine plan for our lives, and we'll reveal to whatever that plan is. Joseph surrendered to that. No, he didn't like what he was going through. He didn't like what the enemy was doing, but he allowed the Lord to have his way. He didn't try to run away. He didn't moan and groan and cry and complain. If he did, the word doesn't say that he did, but he dealt with whatever. And and even in the prisons and all that was being done, you still saw the favor of God on his life. Even in all that he went through, the favor of God was on his life. In Genesis 39, 20 and 22, it says, and Joseph's master took him and put him into prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound, and so which means he was bound, and he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison, and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in prison, which means in order for them to do that, he was no longer bound. They did not keep him bound up. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. So no matter what was done in a good way, Joseph was the doer of it, and they recognized him as having favor. They recognized the hand of God on his life, even in the prison. And we know there were at least a couple of times that he was put in the prison. And, and each time that whatever happened to him, it was unjust. He didn't do anything to cause it. But because God had a purpose and a plan, God allowed it. So we have to stop murmuring and complaining with negative things, and myself included. I got both hands raised right now because I have been guilty of murmuring and complaining. But God is saying no matter what, cause, because God orders our steps. We say that all the time, but when negative things happen, then we want to say, why me, God? But do we truly believe that God orders our steps? 
If we do, then whatever is happening in my life, whether it's good or whether it's bad, God has ordered it, and God has, has a divine plan for it. And, and then later in the story, you know that when, when, when all was said and done and he was the ruler over Egypt, then he his brothers had to come to him the very ones that caused him to go in that prison, caused him to be bound, caused him and to start to kill him, are the very ones that had to come back to him to get something to eat so that they would not die. And he had mercy on them. God had, he God had, had allowed situations to happen to humble him, to purify his heart, that he was able to do that with God because you know that if, 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 that stuff had not happened to him, and they would continue to done those things to him against him, then he would start a walking in unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment. And, and, and even though God may have moved him into that place of favor, he would not have been able to do, give the mercy and do the divine plan that God had purposed for him. Most likely, he, God would not have even been able to use him at all. But God allowed the, all of this stuff to happen to humble him, to purify his heart and to get him in a place where God could use him to be a blessing to the people of God. And that's the same thing with us. God is, is allowing these situations in our lives so that he's able to use us to be a blessing to the body of Christ, to those that need to come into the body of Christ, to those that are not saved, that we may uh, deal with them in love and in mercy and compassion, just as God dealt with us. That that we're able to do the same thing, but it takes a broken heart. It takes a a a, a, a broken spirit, a, a spirit that's yielded and surrendered to God, a purified heart, a person that has only wants to please God and be a blessing to others. And so God allows those situations to come into our lives so that we too are able to be used of God in a mighty way. And then if we look at uh, Exodus 3, uh, verses 20 and through 22, and it says, excuse me, and I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof, and after that he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when you go, you shall not go empty. You shall not go empty, but every woman shall borrow of her neighbor and have heard that sojourneth in her house jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment, and you shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters, and you shall spoil the Egyptians. So again, God is saying that that He's blessing the people of God. He said He's showing us favor, grace, preferential treatment in the midst of our enemies. Uh, and in, in our, uh, Psalm 23, it says, "God prepare a table for us in the presence." of our enemies. He said, as we come out of Egypt, as we come out of that dry place, that dead place, that place of bondage, that place of hindrance, that place of preparation, God, on the backside of the mountain, as God uh, uh, brings us out of that place, we shall not come out empty. We shall come out with our hands full. And we know that that's not just about, excuse me, material gain, but it's in every area of our lives we will come out with abundance in Jesus' mighty name. 
So again, we we just bless God for for all that He's speaking to us even now that we will not come out empty-handed. Again, this is a time of unprecedented favor. The people of God, God is purposing for this season, for this window of time, and so we have to be in right position. Um, we, the Lord given us a, 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 a message a, a while back, and it talked about uh, 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 David and, and, and that should he pursue and, and how he should go forth. And, and God told him that uh, not to do things in the same way. So, again, David was ready when he went into this next battle to do things in the way that he had done before. And that's why we always have to seek the Lord before we venture out into any new venture. We have to seek the Lord that uh, uh, before we step out so that we don't get caught up in doing things in the same way because it worked that way the last time. We just assume that it's going to work that way this time. But God was saying to him, don't do it like you did it before. I want you to do it this way. So God is saying to us right now, this is a time of unprecedented favor. So don't look for me to move in the same way. Don't look for things to be manifested in the same way. Don't look for it to see uh, 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 my glory in the same amount, if you will, or in the same to the same level of magnitude, but an even greater way, an even greater way that he is uh, uh, moving and manifesting himself in the lives of his people. Again, a time of unprecedented favor. And so God was telling David, he said, when he gave him his instructions. So God is giving instructions. He's downloading instructions to us right now. And even in the night watches, when you're sleeping, God is downloading instructions. So, again, all the more, we've got to spend more quiet time with the Lord because even throughout the day in our business, God is downloading instructions. But we're so busy sometimes and so distracted. So I pray even now for us and myself, again, included, is to get quiet, to get focused. You know, we have to be focused because the enemy is always trying to distract. And even though we may go about doing things that are good, you know, and necessary a lot of times, but but even in that, we have to you know when we're supposed to do certain things because there's a time that God is wanting to download. There's a time when God is speaking something that we need to hear, that we're able to move to that next place, that next level, that next point within our journey. So God told him, don't do it the way you did before. It gave him the instructions and how, what he was supposed to do. And he said, when you hear the rumble in the trees, when you hear the sound, then you are to move out. And he said, do it in a hurry. Don't wait. So, again, this is that window of time that God is saying, I'm giving, I've given you the instruction. So when you hear the sound, and you will know what the sound is, your spirit man will know. You will have an assurance, a recognition. Something will go off in your spirit, man, to let you know this is the time to step out of whatever God has spoken to you. And, again, it's a window of time that God is saying that you need to step out. So when you, when you hear the sound, then you don't hesitate, don't question. David didn't question the instructions. He didn't go back over them in his mind. He didn't repeat them one, two, three, four. He just stepped out and did it. When he heard the rumble in the trees, he stepped out. And so God is saying, when you hear the rumble in the trees, when you hear that 
specific sound that I have specifically for you. So don't compare your sound or what you're supposed to hear with somebody else's sound and not even a sound that you may have heard in the past because, again, God is doing a new thing. Again, this is a time of unprecedented favor. This is a time that the, of a first-time thing that God is doing, which, which means all the more how we have to be so sensitive to what God is saying. We, our ears, our spiritual ears, hallelujah, have to be so sensitive to what the Lord is speaking to us. And so in Isaiah uh, 60 and verse 5, it says, And then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. So again, that fear is of reverence, of honor, and be enlarged, be expanded. He said, because the abundance of the sea and and, and this uh, one translation for the Dead Sea. So those things that, that were dead, those things were things were not growing before. Those things were that were cut off from you. Those blessings that you were not able to partake of. God is saying that they're gonna be converted unto you. They're gonna be converted. They're gonna be changed. They're gonna be changed into blessings. And He said the forces of the Gentiles. So. Again, we, the transfer of the wealth that's being given to the people of God that we are able to receive all that God has purposed for us within the body of Christ. And then we want to look at verse 11. Uh, it says, And therefore thy gates shall be open continually. They shall not be shut day or night, that men may bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles, and that their kings be brought. So, again, no limits, no boundaries. We see increase all around us. Do you see the increase? I see the increase. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. By faith, I see it. There are no limits. There are no boundaries. There is increase all around. Again, the transfer of the wealth, the transfer of the wealth of the wicked is being given to the just. And so, again, for those that are yielded and surrendered to God, you can't just be saved. This is a time, again, for people that are yielded and surrendered, that you've got to be willing to receive it by faith. That's the only way that it is going to manifest. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And so we want to look at that. In verse 20, it says, Thy sun shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself. For the Lord shall be thine everlasting life, and the days of thy mourning shall be ended. So no more mourning, no more crying, no more grieving, no more lack, no more doubt, no more fear, no more complaining, no more woe is me and why is mine. But God is saying that the light, the light of the Lord, is everlasting. The light of God we are able to see as never before. By faith our eyes are being opened as never before. And the light of God, he said, everlasting light. The light shall never dim. It shall not never go out. The light of the Lord is shining for us. Even now, even now we're able to see with such clarity, with such clarity. I know it's hard to believe in the natural, but in the spirit is not. Because God is saying that he's showing us so much even now 
that our eyes are to stretch wide. Yes, God is saying that what you're seeing right now, yes, I'm going to do it because, again, this is a time of unprecedented favor. And when you have favor, it's not something you earn. It's not something you deserve. It's not something that you can do to get. A favor is like a gift. I give you a gift. You don't deserve a gift. You just receive a gift. So this is the gift of favor, unprecedented favor, that God is, is, is giving to his people right now. So receive ye the gift of the Lord of unprecedented favor to be manifested in your life as never before. It's nothing you can do to earn it. It's nothing you can do to get it. It's nothing you can do. All you do is receive it by faith, and it is yours. It's God's purpose and his plan. That's why he's given this word. Again, this is a prophetic word, and you have to grab this word. And by faith, you grab the prophetic word, and when God speaks the word, you receive it in your heart, and God will do the rest. God will do the rest. God will do the rest. I am just watering, but God gives the increase. Hallelujah. And then we look at verse 22, and it reads, A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. So again, what was small is going to become large. What was weak is going to become strong or powerful or mighty because of the power of the Lord. And he said he will hasten it. He will rush it. He will have it done in his appointed time, and we know that the appointed time is now. And again, around back, we talked about Kairos time, and Kairos is a scheduled time, is an appointed time that God determines, in this case, for something to happen. And so, again, this is the appointed time, the time that God has appointed to happen, a time of unprecedented favor to be manifested in the lives of God's people in the name of Jesus. So we thank God that, that he is, is, is expanding and increasing us as never before. He said uh, uh, to, to expand your tent, stick your, put your tent pegs out even the more where you hadn't close in. He said instead of looking at them, I received the word some years ago, and the, and the prophet told me, he said, you're looking at the, there's a big screen and a little screen. He said, you keep focusing on the little screen. you got to look at the big screen. And that's what God is saying to us in this hour, that you have to look at the big screen. Stop looking at the little screen. Stop looking at what God has done in somebody else's life or what God did in your life before. God said he is exceeding. He's moving way past what you see before done in the lives of others and what you see done in your life. He's moving way past that. He's moving way past that. He's, and he's, he's, he's speaking that right now. So he said, don't get caught up in what he did before and how he did it before. We know that God's message does not change, but we know that his methodology many times does change. And again, God is saying he's doing a new thing. He's doing something that he's never done before. He's doing it now. Uh, so believe it, receive it in the name of Jesus. Don't listen to the enemy because the enemy is going to try to talk you out of it. He's probably trying to talk you out of it right now while you're listening to this broadcast. 
Well, I know he's trying to talk me out of it right now, but I'm not listening to what the enemy has to say. All I'm listening to is what God has to say because I know that this is my time of unprecedented favor to be manifested in my life. I didn't determine this. I didn't decide this. God did, just as he did for Joseph, just as he did for the Israelites, just as he did for Abraham. Uh, 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 you know, and God has been speaking to about us, us obeying him, and in order to obey him, we have to trust him, and in order to trust him, we have to love him. So God has been dealing with me about loving him more, loving him with my whole heart, that I'm able to trust him, that I'm able to obey him, that I'm not just doing what he said because the word says it, which is really doing it out of obligation. I'm not doing it because I love him. I'm not doing it because I trust him. I'm doing it because that's what the word says, that I'm just being obedient to the word. But God, how many know? I know I don't like it when somebody's just doing something for me because they feel obligated or they feel like they have no other choice but to do it or because they have the motive, well, if I don't do it, she's going to be mad with me or, or that kind of thing. I want people to do things for me because they care about me, because they want me to be happy because they care about me. And, and, and I want to do things for people because I care about them. And that's the thing that I've been doing even the most, checking my motives for why I do things. And even the things of doing things for the Lord, why am I doing it? What's my motivation? We always have to do a heart check when we are doing things because we want to do things out of pure motives, out of a pure heart, and that's of holiness, our motives being pure. So whatever I'm doing for the Lord, even in doing these broadcasts, even in going on the different prayer lines, I have to be sure that my reasons, my motives are pure because I want to glorify God, because I want to be a blessing to the body of Christ, because I want God's uh, uh, purpose and plan to be manifested in the earth because I want to see people healed, delivered, and set free, because I want to see souls saved, that I want to do what I do because I want to please my God, because I love him, because I trust him. And that is why I want to obey him. So I ask God continuously to purify my heart, purify my motives, that my heart may be pure, that my hands may be clean that I have nothing secret hidden in my heart to try to raise myself up to want to be seen by man, that, that men will glorify me, but that as they see me doing whatever God has purposed for me to do, that my God is glorified, that his people are edified, that souls are saved, delivered, healed, and set free. And Jesus was able to go to the cross in the Garden of Gethsemane. He cried out, he said, Lord, if you can't take this cup from me, but nevertheless, that my will, let your will be done. And he said that because he trusted God. He trusted God. He said, nevertheless, it appeared when Jesus told him to drop the net on the other side. He said, I've been out toiling all night, but nevertheless, at your word, I will drop down the net. Because he learned to trust Jesus. He dropped down the net. So we got to drop down the net. We have to launch out into the deep and drop down the net because we trust God. We're going to do what he says because we trust him, because we love him. It's why we want to obey him. And when we do that, just as, as with Peter, he was able to get an abundance of fish, all, said, all types of fish, 
153 fish it was counted. But, but we know that these fish also are representative of, because we are called to be fishers of men. So God is going to, as we obey God, as we step out, as we launch out into the deep, as we drop down the net at the word of the Lord, that God is going to allow us to be catchers of fish. For the body of Christ, there will be no limits to what God has purposed for us, that we are able to do greater and mightier works for the Lord. And so we just thank God for what he is doing even now as we drop down the net, uh, releasing our faith that we receive the unprecedented favor that God has purposed for each one of us, that we not have to hold back and hold out any longer, but yet that we totally surrender to what God is speaking to each one of us. So I thank you for being a part of this broadcast this morning. I pray that the word, the Lord has spoken, and I know that he has, spoken something to your heart this morning. pray that you hold it dear to your heart and be like Mary. She pondered it. She held it in her heart and pondered what was said to her. So I pray that you will hold to your heart and ponder that which the Lord has spoken to you this morning and that you receive it as never before in your heart of hearts, that the will of the Lord is done in Jesus' name. So we did, we just thank the Lord for what he has spoken on this morning in the name of Jesus. We give God our glory, honor, and praise this morning for his divine and perfect will. And we just bless God again. We just thank you for being on this line this morning, uh, being on the broadcast this morning. We bless God for it. We give God all glory, honor, and praise even now because God, again, he's faithful to his word. He's faithful to his people. And, again, I just thank the Lord for all that he has done and all that he's doing and all the more what he will do as he manifests the unprecedented favor in the lives of us, his people. Father, we just thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. We just so honor for those that have taken the time out, God, to listen to what you have to say, that your will be manifested in our lives as we arise and we shine, oh God, because your light is shining upon us even now. The glory of the Lord has risen upon us, and we just thank you for it right now in the mighty and blessed name of Jesus. God, we give you the glory, we give you the praise, oh God, even now, even now, for your will being done in our lives. So, again, we thank you for being a part of this broadcast, and, again, we pray that you will let us know the praise reports that I know are going to come forward because God, when he sends forth his word, it shall not return back to him void. It shall accomplish that which he sends it to do. So, again, we thank you. God bless you. We pray that you will join us again on next week. Again, to God be all the glory, the honor, and the praise. And, and we pray that God will show forth his glory in your ministry, in your family, in your church, in your community, even in your workplace. And God will use you as never before to release the anointing, the impartation that has been released on this line this morning. So we just thank God for this broadcast and for you. 
and for the Higher Design for Living radio broadcast. To God be all the glory. We bless you. Amen. We'll see you again next week. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.